Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm ready, and it's time for Advanced Analytics. Cool. We just start the podcast and you start drinking straight away. Yeah, parched. Why didn't you drink before we started recording? Uh, you got to get all those sounds. It gives it a nice kind of... I personally enjoy the sound of water kind of lapping, being lapped. Moistening your lips? No, not that. Look, we're coming back for season two with all new levels of enthusiasm and professionalism. And I'm seeing none of that from you right now. We talked about this before off air. Yeah, well, I'm thirsty. Can you just respond to me a bit faster? It's like, <laughs> we're in the same room. There's no time delay here, except for Paul's brain. I was parched. I drank some water. And now we're ready to go. Let's get into it. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the big things that have happened in the offseason that we haven't talked about. Um, LeBron, Kawhi, Timberbulls. They may sound like kind of like old stories, but I feel like I feel like we can re- retouch retake them, retouch on them a little bit. Um, But most importantly, today's my birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Have you had a good day? We we caught off guard on my birthday. It's been the same every year you've been alive. Yeah, no, 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 but have you had a good day? Yeah, it's been been okay. Um, Was was there cake at work? No, there's no cake at work. It's a BYO cake. Did policy. anyone sing? They sung so many times to humiliate me, and I did not enjoy it at all. Okay. Um, and I'm very worried they're going to spring some sort of novelty um, surprise on me in the um, uh, TV show tonight, but I'm not sure. So yeah. I can't go, are you guys going to spring a surprise? Because then I'll seem like a yeah presumptuous. I don't want to get my hopes up because I don't, I don't want it to happen, so I can't get my hopes up. But I also want to, I don't like surprises that much. Yeah. Do you know? If there's a surprise. Yeah. No. Today is also Women's Suffrage Day in New Zealand anyway. I was born on um, September 19th, Women's Suffrage Day. Yeah. I was born and women have been suffraging ever since. Is that a sexist joke? No. I don't know. I think it's okay. I think it's The fine. joke's on me. I'm Do the you know, I didn't know what suffrage meant until yesterday. I it's not a good word. Oh, no, okay. Okay, yeah, I want to backpedal, backpedal. No, 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 but you mean Most like, people don't know what it means. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like what it is, right? Yeah, it sounds negative. I, so I never knew, and I, I remember suffrage, suffragette. City. Uh, um, no, 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 I, I think of um, Mary Poppins, because the mum, I think, yeah. is a suffragette. Yeah. But I didn't know what it meant. I assumed yeah. it was su- definitely like um, suffering. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but like, yeah, you think? No, I never would have guessed it was to do with voting. And it's now seen as being a real positive thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, happy Women's Suffrage Day, New Zealand, at least, mm. and to all the other countries that let women vote. Shout out to you guys. Um. And big, we'll get to NBA news. Here's oh. an interest. Um. When did? <laughs> Here's an interest. When did women get the vote in All Star Game votes? <laughs> um. 
Uh, I'm not sure. When did they get the... I think they always had it. They always had it? Uh, You'd assume so. All right. Don't you reckon? That'd be funny if it was a man-only <laughs> NBA ballot ballot. Until like 98. <laughs> um, in actual NBA news, uh, just one thing to touch on because it just happened today. Uh, the Sixers announced Alton Brand is their GM. Yeah. I don't have any knowledge of Alton Brand. I didn't even know he was a what? GM. Well, I loved him as a player because I support the no, Clippers. No, we have in-depth knowledge. Yeah. We spoke to him yeah. in an exclusive advanced analytics interview once. That was in the early 2000s. In the early 2000s. <laughs> we weren't prepping for this podcast. No, we, we, we foresaw. We foresaw. And we spoke to him. And can you remember what we said? I remember our dad told him that we'd come all the way from New Zealand to meet him. Not true. <laughs> not true. Not true at all. Oh, a little bit. No. We'd come, we'd come for Disneyland. Yeah. But also... To, seeing an NBA game was part of it, but that definitely wasn't the reason we went yeah, there. My da- no, but our dad did not know who Alton Brand was. Dad's best move that day, though, was we tried to walk... This is a New Zealand dad and his two sons, two ugly as shit, like, 14-year-old sons. Okay. Um, walk into the, also, like, pimply, we, lanky... We went both 14. You were 14. I was... Nine. Nine. Um, we were trying to... We tried to walk into the... Um, the, the drive-in tunnel to Staples Centre, like the, 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 <laughs> the one the players Lamborghinis drive into. And when the security guard stopped us, Dad just goes, oh, we're from New Zealand and we're here to see Kobe Bryant. And as if the guy's going to be, oh, you're here to see Kobe Bryant. Oh, come on through then, <laughs> sir. Oh, you're welcome. You're, it wasn't even a Lakers game. It was a Clippers game. We went to see the Lakers as well, but uh, that day we went to see Elton Brand. And from that experience, I, I note that he had just the biggest hands I've ever seen in my life. Mm. And um, and you and bought an Elton Brand jersey. I bought you know? a Elton Brand jersey. That was a good jersey as well. Red, yeah. Back when Clippers had decent that was retro like, kind of uniforms. That was Guy's iconic Oregon shirt for several years. It was like my good shirt that I'd pull out for parties, yeah, well, it was, it was, religious ceremonies, it was my Elton Brand singlet. Right? No, it wasn't. It was a oh. swing man. It was, man, swingmen were good quality back then. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all stitched and everything. The numbers um, were multiple levels stitched. No, right? it was one level stitch. Are you sure? Yeah, but it was still, it was it was pretty dope. It was really good quality. Man. It was, jerseys have gotten worse and worse. I reckon if you're going to bring back cheap ones, bring back like the champion ones with the, yeah. the that's what I well, like. Well, they have actually gone, um, I've re- noticed this recently, they've started doing these Fanatics real cheap ones. Yeah. Uh, and they're like... Uh, grim. Well, let's not get too negative on them. But I'm negative. I'm negative about the Nike swingmans. Like it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's like all they want to do is just make money. That company that set out to make money. Mm. <laughs> um, Tall Blacks, the New Zealand basketball team, just finished uh, a three-point win against Lebanon. That's bleak news. New Zealand's um, like World Cup qualifiers are against Syria and Lebanon. We beat Syria by like forty points. Syria. Yeah. Like, we're ISISs. Yeah. We're playing them at basket. This is rid- this is mm. worse than the time the New Zealand cricket team beat the crap out of Bangladesh when their whole country was flooded and thousands of people were dying. This is right up there. New Zealand playing Syria at basketball. Mm. Unbelievable. I wonder if any of their players were unavailable due to... Fighting in a war. Oh, I was just going to say being an ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was, that was genuinely racist, and you're going to have to retract that from the podcast. Okay. <laughs> but quite no, funny no, no, but right. also also racist I got caught out with racism today I was doing an um, intentionally bad Jamaican impersonation but people were like I, no, I no, apologize no, no. for that as Let's well rewind. I don't know why I brought that on I should have just not said that and no one would have known about it um, 
Uh, okay. Uh, LeBron to the Lakers. That's the big news in the offseason. Does it not blow your mind? A little bit, yeah. It's crazy. I thought, yeah, it was crazy. It's it, crazy in the time he went to the Heat. It's crazy the time he went back to Cleveland. It's crazier for me than the time... I, I know it was rumoured he was going to leave, but it's as shocking as Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, I reckon. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. What is he doing? Um, I think it kind of makes sense. It's, oh. Well, it, let's look at his other options. Mm. Okay, number one, which I would have wanted, stay in Cleveland play there the rest of his career, be like a legend in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, but the, the downside was I feel like they w- weren't going to do anything. Were they that, not closer this year than um, Lakers were? Yeah, I'd say they are. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's thinking maybe a couple of years ahead. Does he, have, he doesn't have a couple of years ahead. This is what annoys me. Don't get me wrong, I completely understand I think him, the biggest brand in the NBA, going to the biggest team in the NBA, the Lakers, the most mm. supported team. I mean, Golden State's probably more supported at the moment, but like historically, and Lakers, like everyone knows the Lakers, yeah. you know. Um, they're a worldwide global brand. It makes sense from a marketing and publicity point of view. ESPN is going to love it. But um, the dude is 33. Yeah. He's turning 34. The only player... From his draft class, or from like his age group, yeah. it's not his draft class, is Chris Paul, who's the same age, who's still functioning. Like, There's no other All-Stars that are close to his experience. The next All-Star that's close to him is Kevin Durant, who's four years younger. Yeah. It's insane. It, Carmelo is like, may as well retire, go to the big three or something. One, Dwayne Wade is like in the hospital. Yeah, one thing uh, I think you're, you're, you're underrating is LeBron's drugs. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know if that's the case, but it does seem a little bit dodgy. I did a m- minimum level of research. Jordan's last championship, he was thirty-five. Yeah. So that is that that shows he might have three years l- l- left. Kobe's is thirty-two, which kind of proves that like an injury and you're done. And that's where LeBron's at this point. He's never had an injury really, so yeah. So who knows? Don't get me wrong. I think mm. I think I think he could be at the peak of his game to thirty-six. I'm just saying like. Man, if he's taking a gap year this year, which is what it feels like. Yeah. I think he he thought it would be a gap year uh, no matter where he goes, though, right? If he stays in Cleveland. If he stays in Cleveland, year. it's going to be a gap year. They're not going to win the East. They, should, they shouldn't have won it last what year. What if he went to um, Houston? Uh, yeah. I, I, I say that I hate... I hate players moving like this and I hate this kind of ring chasing and just players... Don't get me wrong, I think players should be able to decide where they go, but I, I don't like it, okay? Yeah. I don't see LeBron making Houston better. Yeah, maybe not, because they've already got like well, a... It's just the way they play as well. Like, is he yeah. going to be a spot-up three-pointer no. or is he going to be the James Harden player? They're quite similar And then James roles. Harden's going to yeah. be... The, and it's the same with Philly. People are like, or oh, he'll go team up with Ben Simmons. It's like, well, that won't be good. It's identical, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so I, I would have loved to see Philly, though. That would have been fun. But what I really would have loved to say, and as I said, I'm against this happening, but if he was going to move, I would love to see him go to San Antonio. Yeah, so that's, I think, was one of the maybe more obvious ones that I would have mm. thought would happen. Mm. Uh, and I think it would have been interesting to see if Popovich could kind of change how he plays a little bit. Do you think it's a good move? Going to LA? Yeah. No. Why not? Uh, oh, I don't mind it. I think... It's hard that he's... I think people have over... Got too much pressure on what they're going to do. The Lakers. 
What do you mean? Too much pressure? Like too much expectations? Yeah, there's too much expectations. People think, firstly, I think that the Lakers could be like... Challenging the Rockets or the Warriors, which they... Yeah, not I think they're going to struggle to make the playoffs in the West. They, they actually might. I would, that would probably be, with anyone else, a controversial opinion, but uh, yeah, I'd... Just kind of agree with that. I, well, but here's the thing about my prediction. We're they not, should be better than Denver and uh, I rate Portland Denver. and Utah, but they might not be. I yeah, I just think from like the th- basically the third or fourth seed till like the tenth seed, basically in the West, is like insane. Yeah, and he's got to play all those teams three or four times as opposed to the East, where he was just going around beating up Charlotte, Orlando. All right, Toronto. Okay. I put my team in there too. It's fine. It's fine. Um, What is hilarious about the situation though is they got LeBron and then days later assembled a dream team of idiots. Like they put together the most whack lineup the world has ever seen. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. All those players in a bubble by themselves can be contributors or bench impact players to a good team. But together, it is like a special group of people. Like, let's just look at the head cases they've got on there, though. So remember, they're already a bunch of young guys and Lonzo Ball, a.k.a. one of the biggest freak shows in the NBA. And by freak shows, I don't mean his face, although I do not appreciate his face. I mean, like, uh, that was a very mean thing to say, and I immediately retract that. What I mean is that um, Lonzo Ball is part of the Ball family. Like, it's already a circus in Los Angeles. Yeah. They got Michael Beasley. Yes. Was he even in the NBA last year? Uh, yeah, Knicks. I think so. Look at his photo. Fo- just even his photo. You're like, that guy looks like who Michael Beasley is. He's trouble. He's bad shot selection, unusual player. Not. I mean, he can shoot the three a little bit. they got Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who again I rate, but a bit of a head case. Then let's get into the real gold, all right? Let's chuck in there a JaVale McGee. NBA champion JaVale McGee. Yeah. Very unusual player, not known for his basketball IQ, the butt of many jokes. Let's throw in a Rajon Rondo, aka one of the biggest hotheads in the NBA. Let's throw in a Lance Stevenson, aka LeBron's main, like, feuding rival for the last yeah. five, six years. I like... It's bizarre. I like all these signings. You like... Like not them. together, though. Not t- One of them. No. I'm like, oh, great, they've got Rondo. Not all together. There's a... It's 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 a joke. It's like a. Ch- it's no, a I I rate Rondo as a locker room presence. No, no. I rate him. I rate Javale McGee as a locker room presence. Oh my god. Uh, Lance Stevenson's a bit of a muppet. This is. A, <laughs> I will admit who's that. Who's Alex Caruso? He's oh what you don't know who he is? Who's Joel Barry three? Are these like the guys that like are the inspirational jo- stories who come up from the D League and they're like forty five years old? <laughs> I don't old. know who Joel Barry. And they're like great. They're giving Joel Barry a go. And you're like, awesome. Who- Good on you, Joel. Get out there, mate. I think it's Joel. Like not everyone. Joel Embiid has has he poisoned my mind? Yeah, he's poisoned. How you- I think it's Joel Barry the second. It's like um the other day it was Maldi Language Week and it started affecting. Don't get me wrong. It's good that I'm trying to speak Maldi better. But um, I pronounce Mario Kart um, Moldio Kart. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I think the Lakers, so much of it just depends on, well, f- I mean, firstly, chemistry, but obviously um, just those young guys, Kuzma and. Uh, but even with LeBron, that's still like Ingram. a. It's a difficult. It's, it's, it's a. It's a uh, it's a podcast dream, right? Isn't it? It's going to be talkability every week. ESPN's going to be going crazy. The whole thing is, um, yeah, very interesting. And we wish them all the best. 
But and don't get me wrong, I know they want flexibility and stuff like that. And who knows what happens next year? Maybe they get um, uh, Durant. Maybe they get uh, uh, who's the guy who played for the the um, Raptors legend, um, Kawhi Leonard. You know, anything could happen between now and then. But um, it's just crazy that LeBron is taking what is a gap year. There's no way they're going to challenge for the championship with that team. Um, mm. Okay. I, I say they get a sixth seed and lose in the first round. All right. To well, Houston. No, and to the Spurs. You're picking, you're picking high things for the Spurs already? Yeah. Should we move on to that? Should we move on to the, the um, other big move, Kawhi to the Raptors? Yeah. Do you think it's a good trade or a bad trade? For who, for which team? Everyone. I think it's a good trade for everyone. Yeah, I agree. I like it. It's amazing. I think uh, Toronto won. Well, it's unless DeRozan's broken. Uh, sorry, uh, unless uh, Kawhi's broken. Yeah. But he, I'm sure he'll be back to. He's ninety percent. But he's also, an I, I, but, but also, I do think the Spurs do have um, that same thing the Celtics have, where players are better when they play there, like. Spurs. Yeah. So I, oh, yeah, I, I think so Kawhi could have a fallout no matter what, like no matter where he goes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you know I was going to spin it the other way and be like, that's a positive news for um, DeRozan. DeRozan. Yeah, I think it is. Like, I think DeRozan will have the best year of his career. Raptors sure. were in a funk. DeRozan was in a funk. I don't know if he'll have the best because he'll. You know what I mean? Will, it depends how you look at it, but I think he might become more of a role player, less of a like a star because he got yeah. Aldridge as well. Yeah, but. I think that's better for him. I like how they're um, zagging while the other players are zigging. Like they're going to the the supreme. They got the two only mid range players in the league, basically. Yeah. Together. Um, but I think the I think the Spurs can be the third seed in the West. They've got old team, but what about the Raptors? NBA Finals, baby. I don't think so. I think Celtics. It's crazy how stacked the Celtics are. That is that is crazy. But it's for me as um, someone who supports the Raptors. That was a weirdly serious thing to say. I, just, I was trying not to sound like a, a, a dork, and I sounded like a dork. Um, for the Raptors, uh, for me, I'm like, this is exciting that they're going for broke. And it's like, yeah. what's the worst case scenario? They were stuffed. They weren't going to win next year with the lineup they had. It's a shame that they had to um, uh, get rid of possibly their best, the best ever Raptor. But um, it's good for DeRozan. They trade him to a good team. He's getting paid a lot of money. And... Um, uh, I, I don't feel too sorry for them, and it's great for the Raptors to have a chance, you know, go for glory, and if not, blow it up, but they're going to have to blow it up anyway, so... Yeah, I uh, I think that the Raptors, all their success this year, mm. I think, comes down to the coach, and I know nothing about him. Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse, but... Such a good name. Yeah. Sounds but, like a Marvel character. Uh, yeah, it does. I think, uh, I think if he's a good coach, they'll... In the Eastern Conference. I love Masai Ujiri. I trust him 100%. I'm so excited about this team. I think they're the most exciting narrative of next year. Way more exciting than the Raptors. And not what? that I'm saying they're going to win it. You I'm just like, more exciting than the Raptors. not more exciting than the Lakers. If there's one thing we've learned from this podcast is that I say the wrong thing 100% of Wait, the time. Wait, not more excited than the Lakers? They're, they are more exciting okay. than the Lakers. They're the most, the most exciting, exciting storyline is, um, is definitely the Raptors, I think. And the Raptors versus Celtics and who wins the East. Right. And it might not be, hey, who knows? Maybe Philadelphia or Milwaukee get their act together, but I think it'll probably yeah. be Raptors Celtics. Um, is DeMar the greatest Raptor of all time? I say no. Um, I say no as well. I, I, it's a, this is you, the problem with the podcast with is? brothers. Um, Vince Carter. And that's a yeah. controversial thing to say. Okay, wait, we're going to just pause for a second because I can't wait to hear who you're going to say is the greatest Raptor of all time. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Time. Who do you think? Kyle Lowry. Okay, okay. yeah, all right. Well, I guess it's him or DeRozan, right? DeRozan statistically is like right there success-wise. I guess Kyle Lowry's been there the whole time as well. Success-wise and statistically, DeRozan's right up there. But for me, I'm like, the Raptors probably should have been canned. Like, it's a team with purple uniforms who are called the Raptors. They're named after Jurassic Park, playing in the 90s in a baseball stadium, losing every game. And they get this guy called Vince Carter, who, like, literally changes the face of basketball. Like, he was after Jordan left. He wasn't a Jordan substitute, but he was, like, the most exciting and most thrilling thing in the NBA. I guess I guess Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal, but like Vince yeah. Carter was like, you know, he was up there with the N1 mixtape. He's iconic. Yeah. Allen yeah. Iverson and his dunking in the All-Star game, the, the greatest dunk contest of all time, I think, easily, yeah. um, or the two dunk contests he won, yeah. is what put the Raptors jersey on the He's map the best and saved the franchise. Probably. I say in, yes. in game and in dunk contest, I'd say so, Vince yeah. Carter, yeah. Um, and just in terms of innovation and stuff people hadn't seen before. And I'd say because of the dunk contest, which people, no one values, and because of, um, I think, in my opinion, he like made the Raptors or saved the Raptors or at least put them, gave them a glimmer of hope, even, yeah. even if they didn't Sold make it very far. jerseys. Um, yeah, shout out, to, mm. uh, and, shout out to Vince Carter. And one dark horse who we're forgetting to mention, mm. Andrea Bagnani. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch deserves a credit oh, yeah. as well. I actually forgot he played for the Raptors. Yeah, and not only that, he like led them. He was the first one to have any success, just like making it out of the first round. Yeah, but like Vince Carter for me is an icon. Chris Bosch, not some maybe a Heat icon, but definitely not any uh, a Raptors icon. Oh, I'll stop talking now um, and move on to um, the big question: Is the NBA ruined? Demarcus Cousins goes to the Golden State Warriors. No, it's not ruined. Nah. There's no way anyone can... I, I'm not saying this is because of DeMarcus Cousins, but there's no way anyone can beat the Warriors. The Rockets somehow got worse. Hmm. you got Carmelo. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't like how people are always angry at the Warriors, where it's like, it's a competition. Yeah. They're trying to win. Other Agreed. teams get better. Yeah, but at the same time, it is annoying how if a team's got a good thing going, they just attract players like a magnet. And I used to get annoyed when it was like, players filling out the Spurs bench and then it was players filling out the Golden State bench and now it's just like every All-Star going to the Warriors. Mm. Okay, well, let me put it this way. What if LeBron went to the Warriors? How'd you be feeling about that? Yeah, <laughs> that would annoy me. <laughs> I'm not saying... The funny thing about DeMarcus Cousins is it, um, while it creates a lot of bad PR and makes a lot of you know Twitter people hate the Warriors... It's not really an upgrade for the Warriors. I mean, there's a real no. bad move for them. Like, um, yeah, yeah, they're taking up space where they need to be filling out their bench with like a backup for Steph Curry. Instead, they're getting a player who they don't need because yeah. he, he's I've, not. He's I've, not actually, play, yeah. I've never rated Demarcus Cousins. No, he's he's a great offensive talent, but what they need is like um, they don't need that. They they yeah. they need bench depth, right? Like they've got their five 
KD and um, Draymond play at the end of games in the centre role. They don't yeah. want another... They switch everything on defence. The last thing you want is to add a weak spot, a.k.a. DeMarcus Cousins' like frustrating and um, erratic defence. Yeah. And they've already got Steph Curry that they need to like worry about when they're switching everything. The last thing you need is another player to be put into the pick and roll. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but but don't get me wrong. Like it was a no brainer for them. They got him for an unbelievable bargain. So it makes sense why they did it. But it also sparks the debate. The NBA is shocking. These players have no character. Go just going to the best team. I know. I know. Demarcus is doing it to, and he'll probably leave next year because the Warriors won't be able to play him enough if he has a good year. But um, still, it just seems like a weak move. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, but it does make you think, is the NBA ruined? With or without DeMarcus Cousins, like the Warriors are just like a foregone conclusion. It's so sad that the Rockets end up losing players. Trevor Ariza? Yeah. What are you doing, man? I thought you were cool. Where did he go? Suns? That's right. Man, the Suns are weird. Take the money. Well, no, they seem like they've got too many players now. <laughs> too much talent. No, well, like, kind of. But they're like, they've got these young guys, and it's like, why bring in Trevor Ariza? I guess they're... They're trying to go win now mode now. No, 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 no. They're definitely not. I don't know if you saw, but they're sitting there locking down. Uh, Booker. Booker is injured, and yeah, how long are they? They're definitely not in win, win now mode. They got they. Oh, why bring a Trevor Reeves? Um, like why bring in JJ Redick to the um, seventy uh, sixes? Win now mode. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> veteran leadership and someone who can you know space the floor. Yeah. Like you want you put Trevor Reza A shows them what a modern NBA team would look like. He plays like a modern role of yeah, like a forward yeah. who plays a perimeter. And um, he's gonna be a good locker in presence. And the other thing he does, which isn't talked about enough, and is the same thing JD Reddick does, yeah, is I don't it know helps if he's him. a great locker in presence. I don't know. Well, he's got I still a lot remember of when he got into a, an altercation on Twitter and then was like, Give me your address, I'll come around. <laughs> I'll pull up. Yeah, but everyone says, mate, if you're a professional NBA player, I reckon you'd be doing that on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'd be I'd be I'd be an, a known locker room cancer. He's a... He, <laughs> he um... Uh, yeah, so Ariza... Um, another factor is getting to the salary floor. Yeah, I guess. Like, that you, you just have money Yeah, I guess they've sing. got, like, eight rookie contracts. And it is very annoying and kind of amazing. And I know the Warriors players have taken less money, but no one has aggressively... And apparently it's going to happen next year. No one aggressively has tried to, like, dismantle the Warriors by paying too much money. Like... Surely the Sacramento Kings... Well, the, who's, on, who's even on the Sacramento Kings? Surely they can try and get Clay Thompson, you know? Like, surely you can make a, bit, a max offer for him, you know? Yeah. And, like, Clay Thompson, who's getting, like, a lot less than the max right now, mm. would Kings, surely be, like, hard the to Kings, down $10 million a year extra. The Kings actually passed on um, Clay Thompson in the draft, so I don't see why they'd want him now. <laughs> he wasn't they good took, then, they took and Jim, he's not good now. They, they, they saw more in Jimmer. <laughs> Jimmer, good move. Jimmer for dear. Where's Jimmer now these days? I think in China. Mm. I think he's doing well. No, there. that was a real good move. Shout out to Jimmer, and, sh- and do you know who else is going well? Um, the uh, uh, yeah Sacramento Kings. Um, do you know who else is going well? Minnesota Timberwolves. Who uh, I, I don't think this is a big story off the off of the off season. I think this is like a more of a novelty comedy story of the off season. The Timberbulls. The Timberbulls. Tom Thibodeau is going around just signing. I like it. Signing the um, 2011 Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I like it. Now the last time we saw this was when Doc Rivers um, went to Los Angeles Clippers and just tried to sign. Um, either players from the Boston Celtics or players who played well against the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And now this is even weirder. And I don't get me wrong, Tom Thibodeau's career and the Chicago Bulls 
from 2011, 2010, 2012 are a very sad story. But if they sign Joakim Noah, they've got to be kicked out of the league. Nah. This is unacceptable. Jo- this is, can I just go on record and say that this is Joakim's comeback year? He's going to be good this year. <laughs> no, man. he's not. I've been following his moves on Instagram. <laughs> his pool training his, sessions? Yeah, his pool training sessions uh, in Hawaii or wherever he is, and he's going to be good. It's so funny. So let's look who they got. They got. Um, they just got Lowell Ding. Yeah. They've got Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Um, Derek Rose. Yeah. Uh, Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson. Four players. Yeah. Of which... Maybe Jimmy Butler's useful. What? Lowell Ding. What is he doing? But you got a question mark on Jimmy Butler. What is Derek Rose doing? Oh no, no, no. Jimmy Butler. He was the one who said was good. Yeah, yeah. But you were like, Jimmy Butler's maybe useful. No, no, no. Jimmy Butler's a disaster, right? The Timberwolves are a mess, and like Jimmy Butler's part of the problem, right? Mm, I don't know. Like they've they've Jimmy Butler's one of my favorite players. I reckon. Two years ago, two years ago, (laughs) the Minnesota Timberwolves were the most exciting team in the NBA, right up there with Philadelphia. Mm. People are like, dang, they've got Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. who could be better than Joel Embiid, and they've got um, Wiggins, Williams. who's like, the sky's the limit, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, two years later, they're like, Wiggins can't play D, he's got a bad attitude, yeah, he doesn't like know what Williams. he's doing, and um, and yeah, Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins, they've both got those same questions around right. them, right? All right. So they've brought in a whole lot of Bulls-aged injured players, and now look at them, they're just an absolute mess. Yeah, and and Jimmy Butler is causing a lot of that mess, and apparently they're having emergency meetings in Los Angeles, like as we speak. Probably not as we speak; it's probably midnight in Los Angeles right now. But like, maybe hey, maybe they're having a midnight meeting. Mm, possibly the meeting's still going. Could be a long meeting. Say. But the, a bad sign is that the meeting I think was supposed to be in Minnesota, and they moved it to Los Angeles. So that's not a good sign, eh? Yeah. But Jimmy Butler, they should probably trade him now, or for I'd say trade case. Wiggins. Trade, but he's got no value. Mm, he will have value. I don't think he does. Like, right, okay. he's got a big contract, and like they need to have him play well on the court. And Tom Thibodeau has not gotten much of anything out of those two young talents. It's sad. Yeah, oh, right. Um, so anyway, R.I.P. the Timber Bulls. It's just so sad for that franchise. So many loyal. Fa- oh, I don't know, so many fans, but their fans are quite loyal, and um, just the hurt just continues. There, eh? I don't know. I don't know what the upside is from here. Last year was their chance, and. Yeah, just now it seems like they just got an emergency try and develop their young, the young, salvage. It's a salvage mission for Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns at this point. I feel maybe I'm being too negative. Um, and speaking of negativity, it's time to bring back a segment that no one wants brought back to the podcast. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on. Disclaimer, Bismack Biombo no longer plays for the team. Uh, also, I think Alfred Payton... <laughs> Don't change it though, that's such a good intro. Like, yeah. You can't change well, it. Well, that's why I put a disclaimer. Biombo is one of the great like magic legends. Yes. And Who's the greatest magic player of all time? We've probably talked about this before. Uh, well... I'd say the list, if you looked it up... It's got to be say Dwight. List, oh, no, I think the list is usually says Shaq. Yeah, but Shaq's the most talented player, but didn't he, like, he break just, the team's yeah. heart in a similar way to Dwight while yeah. also... Oh, no, actually the same as Dwight. They both made it to the finals. Yeah. Oh, two years in a row for the Magic? One year in a row. With Shaq? Did the Magic play the Rockets two years in a row and lose to the Rockets two years in a row? Is that what happened? I think I they only made wrong. it once. I might be wrong. 
I could, yeah. But uh, what's going on in Magic Land? Well, speaking of Bismack Biombo, uh, if you're new to the podcast, by the way, Paul is like the only fan of the Magic in the world, that's and we have true. a weekly update of the um, Olena Magic, who are quite a funny. The value of the segment is they're quite a funny team, just to talk about them existing. Hold but, this. But what? What? You're taking your jacket off because it's so hot, or you're going to reveal a Atlanta Magic shirt underneath. You've pulled both your shirts off, but you have revealed an Orlando Magic shirt. A, a, a shirt for a podcast that is not a video podcast. Um, so, in the off-season, I don't though. want to brag, but I did a little post on Reddit. So there was a week where everyone, the only thing people talked about is that LeBron um, contributed financially to making a school. Yeah, that was a big story. It was a big story. And NBA Reddit, that's all that everyone talks about. He's like championing, championing a, a public-private partnership school or something, yeah. Yes. And so I posted, just a little post. One morning, I woke up, I was over in Scotland, mm-hmm. in Edinburgh. Uh, beautiful city. You should go check it out if you ever Just no need to talk about Edinburgh. And I woke up, and I just saw it, and I just wrote, you know, just in case you missed it, um, Bismack Biombo actually also built a school. No one gave a damn about it. No one gave a damn and about I, Bismack Biombo's link, school. I put a link to it, right? Yeah. Over 7,000 upvotes. Yeah. The top post on NBA Reddit. Slow clap for that. Slow clap for that. My best result was like a comment, a post about NBA socks, and it got like 10 comments. And also in the off-season, also Magic-related, uh, there was a post once... Uh, also, I was over in Scotland, in Edinburgh, if you're ever there. Stop talking about Scotland. It's not at all relevant to the podcast. Um, so uh, it was it was people compiling tweets um, of Dwight Howard, or quotes, sorry, of Dwight Howard just saying with all the teams he wanted to be on, saying uh, where he wants to finish this his career. This is so good. Candace Buckner, as no, a, the journalists. N- uh, no, she was the last one, but we'll go through in order. Okay, okay. Um, so, so Slam Magazine... Dwight Howard says he wants to finish his career in Orlando. Then, five years later, Justin Felder. Dwight Howard said he wants to finish his career in Atlanta. <laughs> On the Hawks, I think we're going to be great. Uh-huh. The next year, Steve Reed. Dwight Howard said he is thankful to be on Charlotte and hopes he finishes his career here. <laughs> and then, uh, this year, Candace Buckner. Dwight Howard on Washington. I plan to be here until I retire. Oh, my goodness. And so I, I just commented, just casually, I said, uh, his career did finish in Orlando. 6,000 upvotes, <laughs> the top comment <laughs> True. on the post. Harsh, harsh, harsh but, but fair. Uh, I don't like the people below you who are like, oh, he had a good season with the Rockets. Who cares about a good season? He's done. Yeah. Guy's cooked. Um, I don't want to turn this into much, too much of a Dwight no, bash sesh. I'm intrigued to see how he goes this People year. People have spoken. I this is his year. I don't think this is his year. He's just he's he's pretty much cooked, but I wish he could just mentally, his, his brain sorted out a little bit. And that wasn't supposed to be a dig at his mental health. I just mean like he's he, he's got too big an, an ego. Sounds like you took a dig at his mental health. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I love that the problem last year um, with Washington was like locker room dynamics. Mm. And they get in a guy who's been in like five teams in five years and is often called a locker room cancer. Mm. Although one of his teammates did debunk that recently. Kimber, I think. Kimber came out and said he's not a cancer. Yeah. Which, to be honest, if your mates are going to say you're not a cancer, that's not a good sign. Um, I wanted to post. I wanted to bring up a Dwight post as well, just from Reddit, because I thought it was not something I wrote. 
I'm not like poor. I can't bring like stuff that's come out of my own brain. I've got to bring stuff I read off the internet. But I thought it was just quite funny. First, it was a tweet um, by uh, Aldridge. Who's the... Uh, Aldridge is like an ESPN reporter or something. I can't even remember. David Aldridge? Name. David Aldridge. I think. He tweeted, Dwight, on his recent travels in the past few years, I learned uh, magic for eight years, went to La La Land, worked for a while with rockets, learned to fly with some hawks. We didn't learn to fly with the rockets. Got stung by the hornets. And it all taught me how to become a wizard, which is a funny, original, and like charming from Dwight. A bit weird that he, yeah, uh, that, you know, some of it doesn't really make sense, but still funny. I just love this post. It made me laugh out loud. Um, Pick Pickley writes, next season, I became a full Harry Potter boy wizard, and it taught me how to blaze trails to Portland, 2019. I explored and blazed trails in Portland, and that taught me how to become a Zhang Chuan RC Bank Flying Tiger. <laughs> I just love the idea that he just keeps this positive <laughs> narrative going as he keeps on going further away. <laughs> and then some from Portland commented on that, goes, a uh, Portland fan goes, no, thank you. And then from the Rockets wrote, you don't ask for it, he just comes. Yeah, I remember liking that. That's really good. <laughs> and then someone from the Raptors wrote, that's why he's got so many kids. <laughs> and then someone wrote, I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. And I, I, I just think um, me reading out that... Uh, uh, Reddit post um, of something that I didn't write or have anything to do with. I just saw and laughed at. It's probably an apt way to finish our first podcast. What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon. It's it was a good, good podcast. Be, it's good to be back. We're going to have... Um, the podcast's going to improve this year. Yeah. We're going to have more professionals. I know we didn't have any stings really in that one besides Magic Mayhem, but we're going to have more new segments and yeah. hopefully some stings. The stings yeah, are probably yeah. the best thing about the podcast. Really. And, ne- and next week, uh, well, next week maybe, should we do our NBA predictions? Our predictions are going to be crazy. Yeah, and I want to do a... Man, I'm going to do a Magic Mayhem season preview soon because today I didn't really touch on anything. I just when, talked about, I just bragged about my Reddit post. No, that was good though. I, I, I was impressed. Um, when I say our predictions are going to be crazy, I don't mean like, well, these are going to be crazy. This is awesome. I mean like, we're crazy and I know that my takes are going to be bizarre and Paul somehow always manages to top me. No, nah, mine are going to, I'm going to really put some thought into them. Yeah, that's normally. Um, it's normally a bad sign. Um, thank you so much to everyone for listening. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Guy. And, um, and happy uh, suffrage to, to the woman. To the woman. That, again, Zealand. it just sounds bad. It just sounds bad for some reason. Um, last year you didn't like our sign-off, how I said I'd be Guy Williams and you'd be Paul Do you want to change our sign-off this year? Nah. All right. I don't you think, you I complained don't think about I... it a lot. Did I? Yeah. Well, you, mate, a lot has changed in the off-season. Paul's been to Edinburgh, Scotland. Mm, Check it out. Before as well. Hell of a place. He plugged it about eight times, not for no reason whatsoever. Thanks for listening. I've been Guy Williams. I've been Paul Williams. Please uh, like the... Oh, I don't know. I was going to say I like and subscribe. Se- That's what YouTube is This say. season, we're going to have way more social Good media. Stuff. We're going to make a Twitter account. We're going to have a Twitter account. Things yeah. are blowing up. And, and the Facebook page. Go and like us on Facebook. It Go already and check exists. It out. But it's going to be popping this year. When Paul says we're going to have way more social media, it's hard to do any less than what we did last year, which was make a Facebook page and then do zero posts <laughs> on it. <laughs> or zero tweets. Anyway, thanks for listening. We love you. Happy birthday to me.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.